on your Tuesday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Bear and Marcus Young with you for another hour or so here on The Drive. And we kick things off, as always, with your top five at five. Lots going on today, Marcus. What you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, Tennessee baseball happening as we speak. As Tennessee, number three, Tennessee takes on Alabama A&M at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Brutal. Just brutal, man. We, we have a, a a term for this in uh, soccer fans when you have a lot of possession, no goals. You're constipated. We're constipated for goals. We're constipated for runs right now. Mm. Tennessee just had the bases loaded with nobody out. First three runner, first three batters on in the bottom of the first. Nobody out, no runs. How is that possible? Absolutely uh, ridiculous. Uh, like, it, it, look, it's going to happen. It's going to be fine, but. Damn. <laughs> really? I, you not think we were poised for, like, we're about to put the hammer down. It's going to be a four-run first inning. We're going to cruise. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to lay into these guys, run rule them, whatever. I mean, it's going to be, nope. Nope. We'll, we'll get something, Russell. That All wasn't right. even close at home, that play, either. No, you meat. At number two, Tennessee men's basketball will be taking on Texas A&M today at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Your number 11 Vols take on the number 24 AM Aggies. They are, in fact, a two and a half point underdog to Texas AM. Uh, you know, I said off the top, I'm, I'm just not feeling it in, in this particular game. Now, when I'm not feeling it, usually Tennessee does pretty well when I'm feeling it. Usually it's the opposite. So you feel free to fade me if you like. But I, I just see an AM team that's pretty hot. I see a Tennessee team that is two and four this month. I see a apparently they're having a blackout down there. Um, their fans are all into it right now. They are on a roll. It doesn't like, take much for those cult. I mean, they're in a cult. Hostile environment. I mean, the uh, the that we're going down there to play in the Heaven's Gate tonight. How did <laughs> how did we not just how did it take until just now to stumble upon that the Heaven's Gate? We're going down to Jonestown here and. They're going to be passing out the Kool-Aid. Those people are so weird, and they are loud. Yeah. Branch Davidians are going down there raising cane. Yeah. They don't rebound real well. <laughs> I mean, are, do, do, do you get points for rebounds? Because last time I, you talk about being constipated for points, like uh, Tennessee basketball, I mean, my goodness. At number three, uh, some unfortunate news in Las Vegas. As authorities are investigating the death of UNLV football player uh, Ryan Keeler, authorities are investigating the death of the 20-year-old football player from Chicago who was found unresponsive in his bed in his studio apartment. The cause and manner of the Rebels defensive lineman's death was pending after his death on Monday. The medical examiner blood uh, toxicology test results can take several weeks. So head coach Barry Odom announced... About the passing. Oh, wow. That's uh, yeah, where old Barry ended up, former Mizzou coach. Yeah. He transferred from uh, Rutgers, uh, heading over to UNLV. Rutgers. So it's uh, obviously some unfortunate news. Hopefully, the family, uh, the Keeler family, can yeah, have some happened. peace with that. Uh, number four, Alabama star Brandon Miller is now being looked at into this. Shooting incident that happened in Tuscaloosa, as it has been now known 
that Miller provided the gun that was used in the shooting. The murder. The murder, yes. It wasn't his gun. It was the shooter's gun, but the shooter called Brandon Miller, asked him to bring him the gun, and Miller, for some reason, obliged. Mm Mm-hmm. Miller has not been charged, and Crimson Tide coach Nate Oates said later Tuesday that the program had been aware of Miller's alleged link to the case, but uh, said he was in the wrong spot at the wrong time. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. It's just a dumb, mind-boggling, mind-bogglingly insensitive and stupid quote. Yeah, I'm not really sure what he thought was really going to help there, but, you know. And finally, number five, uh, an abandoned alligator has been rescued from a Brooklyn lake. Oh, good. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Abandoned alligator. New York City. He was, yeah, he was left alone by his parents. There's a lake in Brooklyn? So there was an alligator found in a chilly New York City lake on Sunday. Yikes. Far from the typical subtropical or tropical climates where they usually thrive. The four-foot reptile was pulled from Prospect Park Lake in Brooklyn around 8.30 a.m. and taken to an animal care center and then to the Bronx Zoo for medical treatment and rehabilitation. So is it one of these idiots who gets a pet alligator as baby and, ooh, I keep it in a tank and it's kind of a cool thing to show your friends and then it gets to be four feet big and you're like, what the hell am I going to do with this alligator? And I guess you sneak it out to the pond and just leave it? (laughs) Yeah, well, you know those People things will hibernate. Uh, like I saw a picture um, when it got cold. It was somewhere around here, but the lake they were in froze, and their snouts were sticking out through the ice, and they could just like hibernate. Those bad boys warm back up, and they'll just. Oh yeah. The uh, freaky city dinosaurs. officials said that the gator appeared lethargic and possibly cold shocked. Yeah, they're cold blooded animals, aren't they? Yeah. Also, likely as you mentioned, likely dumped as an unwanted pet. Releasing animals in the city parks is illegal, so the police are investigating. Uh, Since this actually happened in the month of February, for years, obviously, New Yorkers had made the myth and legends of alligators living in the sewers. There's actually an unofficial holiday in the month of February celebrating called Alligators in the Sewer Day. So this felt very uh, appropriate for this month for New Yorkers. Evidently. Thank you, Marcus. Top five at five brought to you this afternoon by the fine folks at Linderman Sports Medicine. You can check them out online at LindermanSportsMedicine.com. Stem cell therapy. All the rage in the world of medicine right now. You've heard of this kind of treatment that elite athletes have been getting for years. Peyton had to go to Europe to get this done mm-hmm. for, for his neck back in the day. and uh, Now you can, you can have it done right here in the United States of America and the South's leader in stem cell and modern regenerative medicine is Dr. Laura Linderman, VFL extraordinaire. And you can check her out online at LindermanSportsMedicine.com. We love being hooked up with her. And um, if you've got any sort of situation, particularly joint pain, you got a shoulder that's just not healing up, a knee that there's, oh, yeah, we got to replace that, hip surgery, stuff like that, before you make that appointment, Go under the knife. Do yourself a favor. Visit LindermanSportsMedicine.com. Uh, let them know Fan Run Radio sent you and, and ask about the different procedures they've got going on down there. Uh, people come from all over, not just Memphis, but 
Uh, we got listeners in the mid-state. Uh, we got listeners in East Tennessee. I know folks would drive six hours from Knoxville to go receive stem cell therapy if it meant avoiding a costly and painful and you know a, a surgery that might not even work at, at the end of the day. So what do you got to lose? Give them a call. LindermanSportsMedicine.com is the website. You find the phone number there. Again, be sure to let them know you heard us talking about it right here on Fan Run Radio. So, yeah, man, this uh, baseball team, I don't know. Uh, scoreless in the bottom of the second now as – Not anymore. You know, ball hit to the warning track. And ah. Still still we play on there in Tennessee trying to get things started off with a win against Alabama A&M. Don't forget, after the basketball game tonight, we'll be live on Twitter Spaces, another exciting edition of Voluntary Reaction – headed your way looking forward to that maybe <laughs> hopefully yeah hopefully I, I i don't know man it's um it's frustrating right now but we'll see this would be a big one rick barnes and, and the boys can pull it off maybe being an underdog's what we need we, maybe we have no we play better no, against no some better teams i mean there are losses with the exception of arizona we're the teams that we should have we should never have lost to this year. With the exception of Arizona. And I kind of feel like we should have won that one. Zebras were after us that night. Would you rather win the regular season title in basketball over the championship? Like does one of those mean more to you than the other? I'm sorry, say that again. Would you season versus a tournament championship? Yeah, the, the, do one of those two for the SEC, do either of those matter more than the other? <sighs> I mean, here, here's the thing that's funny about that is the conference recognizes the regular season champion. So, like, when, when you look who won the SEC championship in 2018, it'll be Tennessee. Yeah. Even though we didn't win the tournament championship. But it's always felt like the tournament is more important. Yeah, I, well, mainly because we couldn't win it. And, and that doesn't mean the regular season championship. I think they're both cool. And now that we've won both in the last five years, it, like, they're they're both cool. It, it's You get a banner for both, you get a ring for both, and uh, the conference puts a little bit more weight on the regular season championship, and they probably should because it's 18 games. You get a broader, more complete sample size out of the, the regular season championship but the basketball's a tournament sport and like the the tournament is that's more memorable i think which is kind of what goes back to i can't remember who asked you that question of would you rather lose to AM to allow them to tie with bama no i'd rather beat AM, get a better positioning in the sec tournament and have a shot at winning that I, mean, I want that again. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what happens with this uh, Alabama case, man. Uh, you know, I, so many unanswered questions. Like uh, Phil was talking about, you, you don't know what did Nate Oates know and when did he know it. Mm-hmm. Same thing for the athletic director. Same thing for the chancellor. What did Greg Sankey know? What did what are his thoughts on this? When, He's when right he see, there in it in Birmingham. I mean, what, what is that? Has got to be something they do not want to be dealing with right now. I mean, you talk about what, bad headlines. the face of the conference in basketball, this freshman phenom is involved in a... Homicide? Yeah. 
involving a teammate who's been thrown off the team. Brought the murder weapon to the scene. Absolutely not good. Huge black eye. Uh, big concert announcement today. Did you see who's coming to TBA? No. You see this? Uh, I was traveling all day. I was driving back. Cl- giants of classic rock. Coming to Thompson Bowling. See if you can guess. Skinnered? No. A little, little later. Giants of 1980s classic rock. Huh. Crew? No, you're getting warmer. Warmer. No Van Halen. Eddie died. You you want a hint? Yeah. Uh, Thompson Bowling this fall will be turned into a jungle. GNR's coming back. Guns and Roses. The crime. Coming to Knoxville. I worked that show the last time they were here. That was a nightmare. A nightmare. Well, I, I think their crowd is probably mellowed a little bit it with It wasn't age. the crowd that was a nightmare. Uh-oh. Was a- Axel a little bit unruly? Not unruly. Just They told everybody before the show that he was unmedicated. Hmm. Not Try not to make eye contact with him. Uh, pre-sale going on. Uh, they're performing in September. Pre-sale tickets Wednesday, February twenty-second. General uh, general tickets Friday, February twenty-fourth at ten a.m. I'm not paying to see that. Too expensive. I don't like seeing concerts at Tommy Bowl, man. No, I, I'm just not a huge GNR fan. I mean, I, I, I suppose- mean, if that Izzy, if Izzy was with him, I might. You have a give me a two or three favorite GNR tunes. Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, obviously, Jungle Ock, Night Train. Um, I mean, they were the the big hits. Used to love her was a good tune. I don't know any of these. Night Train. Yeah. Used to love her. Used to love her. Is that on Appetite for Destruction? No, Used to Love Her was on the. Uh, I think it was on the that acoustic EP are, thing. Are you are up. you like naming a bunch of weird off the wall songs? No, like, huh? Night train. I'm on the night train. That was a deep. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a deep cut. It was on Appetite. I loved. Uh, Don't you cry tonight, Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon. That was a good one. Uh, November rain. Uh, what's the one that Izzy sang off the Use Your Illusion? Is it Dustin Bones? 14 years about no- 14 knock, years. knock knocking on heaven's dull war they they had some they, they had some uh, banger covers knocking on heaven's door and um uh, uh they covered Aerosmith. live and let die yeah and then they they did uh early in their career they were they covered like old aerosmith tunes uh, they covered uh, uh mama ken and i think one other one i i'll tell you uh, Hands down, my favorite GNR song. All right. Uh, the Terminator 2 soundtrack. You could be mine. Oh, man. I mean, like the just the first minute long intro to that song. I mean, if I were a wrestler, that'd be my walkout music. If I were a batter, that'd be my walk up music. But I, I feel like you don't have enough time. I, 
you know, you only get what, 20 seconds of walk-up music? It's a great intro to that song. Just like a minute of, of, of build-up. Well, hell, I, I didn't realize they've done Train Kept a Rolling with Steven Tyler. I'd forgotten that. You think, uh, you think Axel still got it with the vocals? Yeah, I don't think he's got the same range he used to have. No. Because you know, almost 60 now. There's some of those guys that you, like, to me, I don't know if I'd want to see them on tour at this point in their career. I'd say that with even like uh, Simon and Garfunkel, with Garfunkel's range, I can't imagine it's the same as it used to be. It or, might be. Art Garfunkel, he didn't rag his voice out the way. Is he touring guys with did. Paul Simon? Oh, I just I was just pointing. if they got back together. Yeah, yeah. See, I would rather see something gentle like that because I feel like that's you go to that and you have a glass of wine or beer or something, and you watch some Simon and Garfunkel, where it's like you go to Guns and Roses, it's the spirit of rock and roll you're going to see. You know, you're going to see mayhem. Uh, like there's going to be uh, L A explosions and like uh, bodies flying around. You don't know what you're going to see, man. It's going to be crazy. And you can't see, you don't expect that from 60 year olds. Like uh, a friend of mine. Do you notice how rough Slash looks in that commercial he's in? They play all the time. Uh, A friend of mine went to see Pearl Jam this summer because he was like on his bucket list and he had not seen them. And he was just like, man, you know, like these dudes are all in their mid 50s now. And like their whole thing was, it's it's the angst, you know, the teenage angst. Like we listen to that music. It's like, yeah, dad, screw you. You don't understand me. Like that whole thing. It's like, you can't watch guys who are pushing 60 do that. Like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't have the same punch. They're like the who, you know? Yeah. You go see 70 year old Roger Daltrey. He's got like a cane. He's walking out there talking about my generation. Like, yeah, your generation. Go get some Metamucil, dude. Yeah, what about the Stones? <laughs> Hope I or no, uh, I mean, the Who does uh Keith Richards is just never gonna die. That line. Hope I die before I get old. He didn't. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. That was that wasn't Keith. That was uh that was Pete Townsend. Yeah. Big Orange Brad is next. What's up, Brad? How's it going, guys? Hey, going well, thanks. Man, so there's so there's trouble in Alabama now, man. I, I'm just I'm just here for it. I'm eating the popcorn, just sitting back. I mean, I I hate it for the young lady, but Nate Oates, Nate Oates, he's this doesn't look good on him at all that he hasn't suspended that guy yet. Just oh. because he's got such a bright NBA future ahead of him, he's just holding back until the very end. You know, that, that's a good question. If, if it were a starter, but it wasn't an NBA guy. You know, would would he have reacted differently? I mean, I think that's a fair question to ask. I mean, you just about have to get caught with a gun in your hand in Alabama if you're a, if you play for, for Alabama if you're going to see any kind of see any kind of repercussions or anything. Uh, it doesn't do much to uh, stop that reputation of them as being a win at all cost school. Um. Russ, what's your? Uh, I know we're getting down to it. What's your? Uh, what's your thoughts on the game tonight? I mean, is when Rick Barnes is backed into a corner when he when he needs a win, he usually usually comes out with one. But are they, are they backed into a corner right now? I mean, I, I just feel like there's low expectations, but I don't feel like it felt like a week ago against Alabama that was like the that season was. was on the brink, 
And I, I don't really get that feeling today. I, I said earlier, Brad, I, I don't have a good feeling about tonight for Tennessee. Well, he he has to play B.J. Edwards tonight. He, he just has to. And my, I've heard the same thing. I mean, Scobie's not even at the arena. From... No, nah, he was at shoot-around. Oh, he was at shoot-around. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got conflicting reports then. Whether Vescovi goes or not, I mean, he should still be playing BJ tonight, but we'll see. Yeah. Should have been playing him two months ago, Bear. You know, yeah, I mean, you agree on that. Yeah, he should have been getting minutes. Just, I mean, you got to. Um, Just that in GR's case. coming to Knoxville. How about that, huh, guys? You want to go see uh, 60 year old Axel and friends? Fat uh, Axel Rose? I mean, I, I went and seen the Eagles uh, the last time they were in town, and it was. Uh, it almost looked like they were uh, at the nursing home. Uh, was this after uh, Glenn was Glenn already dead? Yes. No, nah, that's not the Eagles yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, well, well, uh, but yeah, that was one of my favorites too. Uh, too bear. Uh, I used to love her. That kind of fits with Alabama talk. If you know the rest of the words of that song. See you guys. What's that? It like, was one of their more controversial songs. It's like incest? No. Oh, oh no! Used to love her, but, more, I, con- but I had to roll down tide. You know, unalive her. Oh. oh, it's like a Johnny Cash thing. Yeah, it's total homage to like Cash and the outlaw kind of country. I, I loved her so much, I murdered her. Mm. That's the kind of love I had for her. The melody was good. A really good beat. <laughs> Timeless love song. Yeah. That was the one. You're not That whole record got him in a lot of trouble. That was a song that had one in a million. And then they were on tour with the Stones, and Vernon Reed called him out, like, on stage for one in a million. That had had a hard R in there, prominently played. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Let's take a quick time out. You're listening to The Drive. It's Fan Run Radio. You want to jump in, 865-546-8200. Zero, zero, your number to get on. The Big Orange Phillies phone lines, 546-8200. We'll find out who's on the docket. Coming up. The docket brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Rack Pro Attorneys, LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors was arrested on Bourbon Street. Monday, a misdemeanor charge of illegal carrying of a weapon. Court documents show Neighbors was released and not required to post bail. LSU spokesman told ESPN that Coach Brian Kelly is aware of the incident and the school is gathering information. What kind of weapon are we talking about? Was it a blade, a a razor, a gun, a a mace? Doesn't say in the story on ESPN.com. It's according to NOLA.com, Neighbors was arrested in the French Quarter around 7.30 p.m., when police spotted an, quote, L-shaped object on him. That sounds like a gun. Yeah. Neighbors did not have a permit when asked by police. Well, a gun or a boomerang. (laughs) That's not a knife. This is a knife. He's a good player for them, man. Like, he had a couple catches against us. He's one of their better receivers. Had over 1,000 yards, 72 catches, 1,000 yards last year. See uh, if uh, Brian Kelly can sweep that thing under the rug. Not a good day to have a, a gun story coming out about you, though. Well, I mean, there's one way of looking at it. I mean, it's kind of overshadowed by the whole Brandon Miller thing. That is true. 
Beauregard Kelly. Maybe he can uh, chat with Nate and find out who he got advice from on this situation. Well, my boys are just out there hunting a couple of rabbits and squirrels and whatnot. That's what we do down here in the South. Gotta provide for my family. Protein. <laughs> Nothing goes better than a pot of my mama's gumbo than a couple old frog legs. Meanwhile, a spokesman for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry shooting down rumors today that the couple is going to sue over a recent episode of South Park. I saw this. She was, like, supposedly upset because they lampooned her pretty hard. <laughs> I haven't seen the episode. I, I bet this All this does is make me want to go see the episode of South yeah. Park. Yeah. Dude, you're living just, in America. It's sitting in England. You're living in America now. We make uh, fun of everybody. I, I love their um, just just leave us alone. We we just want to be normal people. Just leave us alone. Hey, uh, yeah, we'll do an interview with Oprah. We don't want to. We don't want any more spotlight on us. We don't want to. We don't want to have to have our personal life out there. Yeah, I'll write a book. I'll tell you about the first time I had sex. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> but we just want to be left alone. Please. Please just respect our privacy. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do a, a, a we'll do a TV show. We'll we'll have a reality show. Uh, cameras follow us around. We'll, we'll put it on Netflix. Yeah. Hypocritical, phony, wastes of human attention. I can't wait till uh, what? Till you get to this position where you have to write a book about your life story, Russ. I, I won't be hypocritical about it. No, you won't. That's what uh, I want the attention. I show up for this show every day. I need the attention. It feeds me. What's your biggest secret, Russ? My biggest secret? <sighs> well, if I told you my biggest secret... It wouldn't be secret it anymore? It wouldn't be my biggest secret anymore. Did you take the boys' football helmets a few years back? No. Did you? No. Everybody always suspected me, but I would have taken credit for it. Honest to God. I don't think you'd do it because, like, I, for the same reason I wouldn't do it, I don't want them. Yeah. I don't. Put them in my car and then we'd be pissed because they're in my car. The morning show guys had, like, a collection of those mini plastic mini helmets that yeah. they use for one of their segments or something. And, like, somebody stole Like, it just disappeared. And we assumed somebody took it. Is it... But they was, thought they were getting pranked, and they thought they were very accusatory towards me. It was borderline unprofessional, hmm. and they are a, still hot about a, it. Do you have a theory as to who stole the helmets? Yeah, I don't know who, but my theory is whoever did steal them, it, knowing this place, it started out as a very sophomoric prank, and they overreacted so badly that they just decided to bury it never admit I think somebody stole them just because they wanted them and I think whoever did it is like long since doesn't work here anymore I think it's one of those one of those situations yeah one of those uh, like five or six month people we had yeah during that yeah we do have a lot of four to six month people that work here you got a secret you want to share me like a work secret I'm trying to think if I have any work secrets. I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much an open book here. I'm trying to think if I've ever done anything that hasn't been found out about on the show. Blake Burke has gone yard, three-run homer. Nice, Mr. Burke. His second of the season, opposite field. 
I mean, I already told my biggest secret, but it wasn't really me in trouble. I mean, I got in trouble for it, but I mean, it was that somebody talked me in a, and it ended up making me look bad to Nate and because the other person was just lazy ass, lazy. And talked me into not no doing the, to calling out of a show and that way they didn't have to do it and they could go fishing. Mm. Wow. I wonder who that could be. Well, I mean, I had Did two and two together. I mean, we're talking about Nate was, a, I promised Nate I would sit in for him. It kind of narrows it down. Hudson doesn't fish. <laughs> it only leaves one person. Crankbait Cress. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Hudson, I broke bread with him last night, Russ. Oh, it was yeah? a great time. Yes. A little pizza. I got a picture for you, too. We looked is, up. Is he still eaten. awkwardly handsome? I have nothing awkward about it. He's just good. He's just damn good looking. I feel like a lot of the secrets for Bear that happened here there are, are no well secrets. known. Yeah, yeah, there's no secret. That one's not well known. And if I've, you, if I've you got have the a receipts. secret and you want it to come out, tell Bear. Like I, I've heard uh, what Bear <laughs> is. It's so I can't tell you how many times Bear what? sat with me and God just looked at me. Uh, this gleam in his eye. I got a secret, but I can't tell you. <laughs> That's how it always starts. And and what do I say to that bear? Then don't tell me. No. You're going to tell me. You're going. <laughs> you and I both know you're going to tell me. That's why you brought it up. So I'm not going to play your little game of please tell me. So just tell me. There have been a couple then, of times I haven't told And them. then what happens? You tell me. Yeah. And then everybody finds out. No, that's not true. That's not true. I've got several secrets, right? I've got several big secrets. I've got secrets right now that if I told you, you'd flip out. No. You would flip. Sure. See, the you're, one, not, you're not going to know. I feel like the things that Bear's involved in, though, is the what like everyone's going to know because it usually seems to happen around people. Like I've gotten away with quite a bit. Like I not. found out about the button incident. That was uh, kind of hard to cover up. The yeah. button incident. The red button. The oh. I found out about that. We almost caused a mid-air disaster. And then, of course, you know, it's a constant topic of conversation with the gun incident. Gun incident. It's not, that didn't get talked about. It doesn't need to be talked about. The thing that not, I never not tell today, is... Not, 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 today, today, yeah, not today. Maybe not. And, and, and to be quite honest with you, there's a lot of stuff surrounding some of my... Uh, how it, you know, issues I, or conundrums I've found myself in here at the station where I took 100% of the blame in the fall and protected some other people that may or may not have been involved with my hijinks and shenanigans. I don't know what you're Speci- talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to begrudge you, Russ. I told you my... You're my ride or die. I'll take a charge for you. Bears I'll take by, a bullet for Bears you. By, what did they, not the fall guy. Who's What do they call the NFL? Like, there's always a guy with oh. the guy in case they get in trouble. Like, yeah. Oh, no, that was my weed officer. No, that's my gun. No, I'm, like, I'm, not, doing, I'm, I'm not doing that. That guy for... goes to jail and everything. But, but it's understood. I mean, I don't have NFL money. It's understood. Like, that guy goes to jail. He takes the hit and everything. And the, the star, yeah. the rich guy, hooks him up. It's like, listen. And you, everybody gonna, sometimes wonders. 
I wonder why Russ has continued to keep Bear. Bear says a lot of crazy stuff. He's not always right. Why does Russ keep him on the show? He, he knows too much. <laughs> I know where all the bodies are buried. So you're saying you wouldn't, like, let's say you you and Russ got pulled over. And Russ says, Bear, I've... I, I got a dime bag on me, bro. Like, yeah. It's, I got my it's piece. Be a, you got to put this gun on you, dude. No. You got to uh, stick this heroin up your rear end, man. No. Come on, dude. I can't go down for this. Like, uh, I'm on probation, man. They'll never, they'll never I'll let me off the hook. I'll never pass a drug test. <laughs> I snorted a little age. I don't have just a little bit of age. I know what would happen on the drive the next day. You guys won't believe it. What Bear did. <laughs> no. I can't believe him. So the worst, dirtiest thing you ever did to me was that day we had Vitello. <laughs> Where it was your, like you were questioning uh, something about them, about him personal, something real personal. And then as soon as we got him on the show, he's like, yeah, what? Bear was Bear was saying. Oh, I remember it to the T. That doesn't sound like me. There was a. Sound like something I would do. You challenged Russell. You said, you, I bet you won't say it to his face. He did say it to his face. He just didn't say who. Every time, if you want to get me to say something to somebody's face, tell me I won't say it to their face. You just twisted it around. I mean, like earlier in my career, I probably not do it. You're 42, and like you, you know, you 12 years into this thing, they're not going to fire me. I mean, come on, what what are you? What are you going to do from three to six? Yeah, exactly. Not in here. So, like, my thinking now is, say it, see what happens. Could be fun. Honesty's the best policy. Say it to him. Mm -hmm. See what it. You know how much simpler your life is if, if you tell people, if, if you operate, there's nothing that I won't say about you behind your back that I won't say to your face. Once I started doing that, a lot of stress went off me. Hey, I, I did try something else since the weekend started. Oh, what's that? I've started smiling at people, like when I pass them, <laughs> you know, and they smile back. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh... Dale Carnegie 101, how to win friends and influence it's people. An interesting phenomenon. <laughs> I tried it this morning way to back your from Nashville. Normal scowl. Yeah, get the hell away from me. <laughs> I don't imagine? have any money. Do you think they're really smiling back or do you think they're like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, please don't hurt me. Uh, oh, that was weird. Did you see him? He, he looked right at us with like this bizarre psycho smile. Oh, my God. Yeah, do, oh, don't look back. Don't look I've back. Got Just a keep, good walking. Smile. keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Got a good smile. I, I, but I have been surprised. Like I did an experiment. I was like, I'm gonna start smiling at people, see if they smile back. Hmm. Folks, we appreciate Fox and Farmer their sponsorship of the program. If you're injured in an accident, give them a call. Tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. Free, no obligation consultation. They don't get paid unless you do. So what do you have to lose? Give them a ring. Eight six five five three one nine four zero zero. The way to go. Fox and Farmer five three one nine four zero zero. Online at foxandfarmer.com. Speak now, forever hold your peace. The shocking conclusion of the drive coming up, 865-546-8200. Some uh, major breaking news on the Tennessee baseball front when we continue. Don't touch that dial. We're back with more right after this. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Russell Bear and Marcus with you for one more segment. We have overtime tonight or no? I don't know. Is Miller out there? 
Doesn't, Jake Miller. Doesn't sound like anything. Jake! G.I. Jake. I no. doubt it. It's a 7 o'clock game. I don't smell the – usually we'd be smelling yeah, coffee. No, no coffee smell. Marcus, could you go start a cup? So I could just, just smell it. Just I to just, keep everything uh, – well, That's what kill. wakes me up usually uh, for the last hour. Gets me going again. All right, breaking news this afternoon on The Drive. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a final out. Tony Vitello has shaved his beard. It's a good thing. It is? Is it? After I saw an interview uh, with Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees, and he said that if he wished that somebody had gone back and told him when he was in his 20s and early 30s to shave his beard. Because if you wear a beard all your life, like the weight of it, like, you don't realize it. Like, you, Marcus, like, if you ever go to shave, you're not going to be able to shave it because your skin's, like, all saggy and stuff. Huh. Where the a big beard? Well, am I, yeah, no, am like I okay a, with, a, like, a close, close cropped thing Oh, like, going me on and here? you, yeah. Yeah, we're fine. Just it pulls stubble. your face down? Yeah, the weight of it. Can you imagine what uh, the ZZ Top guys must look like Oof, under there? Rough. Rough. One guy died. Dusty Hill, he died. Dusty he? Hill died, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. in peace. And that guy's real name, the drummer, is Frank Beard. That's and he cool. didn't have a beard. It. Yeah. He had a mustache. I know, right? Yeah. Billy Gibbons is just. I'm, yep, smooth-shaven Tony Vitello in the dugout today. It's a little weird. Yeah, the ladies are like swooning. It. You don't like it? I think he looks better with the beard. It, it's striking, man, because I, I know this because I, I go through beard phases. And I'm in a, I've been in a heavy beard phase for a while now. Because it's cold. And... Um, when you shave it off, it looks weird. Yeah, it takes you a couple of days. It looks weird. It feels weird, Va- and it looks weird. Uh, Vitello, going back to his look when he got introduced, remember he was wearing the orange jacket? He looked like Michael Corleone. He looked very young. and Yeah, his his hair was much shorter. And he had that whole Al Pacino thing going. Yeah, kind of a young Al Pacino in The Godfather. Yeah. yeah. You think he could pull off the, the stash? A couple of his yeah, players. Yeah, probably. I think he's had one, hasn't he? I hope he gets through this Ahuna thing unscathed, man. I, I don't know what what happens there. But uh, you know, he's already he's had two suspensions already. He had the whatever the the first thing was like kinda cute or whatever. He got thrown out of a game. It's the lemonade stand thing. Yeah. Remember he did he did like a yeah. lemonade stand during the charity, game. yeah. And then, what what was it like? Did he get suspended for the bat thing, or was it for running? No, it was, it was for the, bump the bump. The bump. When, oh yeah. man, that guy, that guy, that guy. Mm. Little Texas sawed off. Anyway, that caused yeah. us. That's caused problems though. That whole deal. I got a lot of friends. You know those, those damn crooked ass umpires stick together. Oh sure. Well, and, and Tony's made a lot of enemies. And him and, I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, Frank and Drew made it really easy for them to get us last year. That's all I'll say. And I love both of them to death. Wish nothing but the best for both of them every day. But Well, you, you heard him on the show last week. He said, you know, they basically sent a narc. They sent spies. Yeah. To, but you knew to they were spy on us for during the, the Super Regional. And the home plate umpire that night that tossed uh, – one of them was is like good friends with Macius, Macius. 
And then we had our girl that listens to us, Heidi, uh, who did that whole thing. She was sitting in front of him on the plane. You remember that where she's live tweeting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that girl. Uh, she goes hard in paint. Yeah. She's one of those people that's just unintentionally hysterically funny. And um, you just would not expect her to be a psycho UT baseball fan. Is him clean shaven and the black guy kind of a weird combo? Yeah, the black guy's healing nicely. We just got to get this Maui thing straightened out, man. Like, let this guy play. If if you have to uh, fine us or you know suspend, just announce it. He's he's missed four games now, man, and and we don't know even like really what the charges are. We don't know what. Is it an NIL situation? Is it just because we played paid for the plane early? You know, that was a violation they self-reported, so that's already out there. Is it uh, a tampering allegation? Like, just just tell us what the deal is, man. You've had over seven months to figure this out now. Yeah. Like, the, the, it's absurd that it's r- this wasn't settled before practice began. It's ridiculous. Th- th- this should have been settled in the fall. Okay, this is what happened. This is what the punishment's going to be. That's it. And for the games to be going on now, come on, man. Come on. It's ridiculous. Either you guys ever get a good shiner like that? Yeah, man. My uh, uh, kindergarten teacher stepped on my face. Really? Yeah. The high heel. Accidentally? Yeah. No, on purpose. Yeah, she was giving me the uh, leg drop, and I just – yeah. I've only had one. We had like – this is back in kindergarten when kindergarten was kindergarten before Kindergarten. Before they had kids sitting at uh, desks doing math in kindergarten. This is back when you know, we, we used to sit around and eat glue and play with blocks. And, uh, and, uh, and we turned that, that glue you could oh, put yeah. all over your, you put glue yeah. all over your hand and peel it. Paste. It was like the tubs of your oh. paste. And we had, uh, we had nap time. We'd go to lunch and then you'd come back and you'd watch Sesame Street and we'd take a nap. And we had like these, these little mats. It was like blue on one side and red on the other. And you put your mat down and you'd lie down and you'd take a nap. Huh. And nobody would ever go to sleep, but you just lie there and chill and daydream, which is like really good. Like kids need to do that now. There's these kids, they're doing stuff all the time. They don't have time to just lie there and stare at the ceiling. Remember doing that when you were a kid? You're bored. You just like, you just lie down at home. You're lying on your couch, just staring at the ceiling, daydreaming. I still do that. <laughs> I've only had one black they bring that. I feel like that's really important. I really do. Anyway, they're doing that. I'm lying there. And my teacher's like, you know, hopping over the Creeping kids because we're all we're yeah. all racked out on the floor, and she's trying to get back to yeah. her desk. She stepped on me, right on my face. She screamed. Give me a black eye. I'm sure I did. God, you said with a heel, like a high heel. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Like she would have put my eye out, yeah, probably with the high heel. But <laughs> like, uh, yeah, she stepped on my face. Give me, give me a black eye. She was a good teacher. It wasn't her fault. I'm sure she felt awful about it. I slammed face first in a post at Dollywood. Black my eye. idiot. I've I've kept my face clear what of any idiot. any black eyes. I was sideways. Oh, you gotta have a black eye, Marcus. You ain't lived till you had a black eye. You want me to sock uh, yeah, you? I, see, I was ready for oh, you to right cross. Roll, roll up your glasses Boom. for us. I got like, pop you one. Light you up. We'll take you out back. Work you over. <laughs> Make it look okay. good. I think I'm okay with that one. Let's get Roger in here. Roger, you're on the drive. Fan Run Radio. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, what do you say, Russ? Say, say Bear? What do you say? 
Doing well, Raj. How are you, doing you your, Are you doing your Philly? What are you saying, yeah, Roger? I, I, yeah, I, 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 I love when Philly calls in and say, what's up? I enjoy I, – it's funny to me that he calls in and say, what, what do you say, you know? I, I like that's good. That's good. I'm trying to be a – Trying to be, a, uh, trying to be, be like, like Phil. Philly, you know, that's, you know somewhat. Okay. Yeah. You know what uh, Phil would uh, say uh, to that, Rog? Okay. He, if, if Phil, when I tell Phil that, he goes, "You know what he's going to say? He's going to say that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Kind of comical." Uh, so I'm doing good. How, how y'all doing tonight? Tonight, Rachel, tonight. Uh, doing well. Uh, John Hodge is telling me from the desert. Yeah. Uh, give me some gambling picks. He says Vols money line tonight. Mm. Vols money right. line. He likes the Vols All to right. win. Cool, cool. I hope so. Uh, I'm going to ask you about the game tonight. How do you feel about how you feel about the game tonight, Russell? Tonight, Russell doesn't it. feel good at all, Raj. Russell does not feel good at all. I'm confident. Uh, are you confident? Huh? Confident in it tonight, there? Sure. Why not? I mean, I, I think it's you know, it, it's like it, it. You're famous for saying, Roger. Nobody knows what's going to happen tonight. That ball ain't round. Yeah. Uh, true, Barry. You're right. I have said that. It's true. I, I'm hoping we're hoping we're not the rest, not rest. Uh, do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think uh, I know. Uh, it was like, uh, I know. I know. I know. His name is a real good team at home. Uh, but we, we, we think the key, the key's going to be tonight. I think Russ. What's the key tonight? I think. You think he is. Good question. Um. Um. That's a good question, man. Uh, make some shots. Got to have some shots go in. Look, see, that's Tony. Look, look, look there's no way things. that's Tony. That's Vitello. Tony. Don't twenty. That's Tony Vitello. Look at him. So now he's just got the mullet, bare faced. Looks kind of goofy, doesn't he? He doesn't look nearly as menacing. He, 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 What's he, he talking he about? This. He won't hear that. He's got a bat. We have another bat controversy. What he said? That was last year. Give, give me, me back, that bat. Give, give me that bat. Give me that screwy bat. <laughs> give me that silly bat, you man. What are you doing, man? Give me my silly bat. Man, he does look weird, doesn't he? <laughs> he looks like a professional wrestler. He looks like one of the Hardy Boys or something. You think he's just trying to change his uh, mojo? Yeah, probably. Clean shaven yeah. Tony Vitello. How about that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so wrestle game night wrestle. So how you? Uh, <laughs> so uh, so uh, the game night. How, how you think it's going to happen? How, how, how you think it's going to go tonight, wrestle? Got to make yeah, some Russell. shots. Got to make some shots, Raj. Got to make some shots, man. I mean, I, I think we'll play pretty good defense. I don't think Texas A&M is a particularly great offensive team. Um, guard them, defend and rebound, and and put that orange ball in the hoop. That's how's that for some stellar basketball analysis? <laughs> yeah. Score more good. points that's than that's the that's other that's team, good. Raj. That's that's what we got to yeah. do. Good. Yeah, Russell, have you heard anything new? I heard Kobe was sick. Have you heard anything new about if he get? I heard, heard, heard the game game time decision. Have you heard anything new about him? But Kobe. The the only thing we've seen, Raj, is that he did participate in shoot around. Did you hear anything else, Russ? No, I heard that they all uh, participated in shoot around. I, I just put my bet on uh, ten balls money line. Fifteen bucks on the ball, straight up. You just did. Yep. Is that what you were doing over there? Yeah. Fifteen to win eighteen at plus one twenty. You risking fifteen bucks to make three? No, to make eighteen dollars. Big. Yes. If if those are the odds, bear. If Tennessee wins as an underdog tonight, I win three bucks.
High roller. That's what they call me. Uh, why are you going to be ugly? Raj, appreciate you. Appreciate all of you. Have a great night. Voluntary reaction after the game. Let's get these W's, folks.